Welcome back, my dear friends, to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. Today, we're looking deep into the pages of Galatians, exploring a topic that's central to our faith, the purpose of the Old Testament law. But before we journey into the heart of this matter, let me pose a question that may just set the tone for our entire discussion for today. Have you ever found yourself thinking, I'm a good person, I'm not so bad? Well, my friends, hold on to that thought because we're about to take a journey that might challenge your perspective. Imagine this in your own life. You wake up one morning ready to conquer the day, and as you step out of your front door, you witness an act of theft right before your eyes. You see someone blatantly breaking the law, and there's no ambiguity about it. Now ask yourself, how do you feel in that moment? You see, the Ten Commandments, the cornerstone of God's law, are just as clear-cut as witnessing that theft. They leave no room for interpretation. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Galatians, is helping us understand the profound purpose of the law. It wasn't given to us because we're all saints, shining examples of moral perfection. No, it was given because of transgressions to expose our rebellion against God's divine standards. It's like a mirror that reveals the blemishes on our souls, making it evident that we fall short of God's glory. But here's the crux of the matter. It's easy for us to compare ourselves to others and think we're doing just fine. We might even say, I'm a good person. Yet God's law isn't our measuring stick. It's His. And when we hold our lives up to His standards, we can't help but see our desperate need for salvation. So let's turn our attention to the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verses 19 through 22, where Paul sheds light on the purpose of the law. Now, as I read these verses, pay close attention to the words that illuminate our understanding. It says, Why the law then? It was added on account of violations, having been ordered through angels at the hand of a mediator until the seed would come to whom the promise had been made. Now, a mediator is not for one party only, but God is only one. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Far from it. For if a law had been given that was able to impart life, then righteousness would indeed have been based on law. But the scripture has confined everyone under sin, so that the promise of faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So these verses explain the purpose of the Old Testament law. It states that the law was added because of human violations or sin and was given through angels to Moses as a mediator. The law served as a temporary measure until the promised seed, Jesus Christ, would come. The key point is that the law is not contrary to God's promises, but it cannot bring life or righteousness. Instead, it confines everyone under sin. The promise of faith in Jesus Christ is superior because it offers salvation to those who believe, contrasting with the law, which highlights our need for a Savior but cannot provide salvation itself. So how does this scripture apply to us today? Well, let's break it down into some practical steps that you can take starting right now to deepen your understanding of God's grace and the purpose of the law. First, you'd be surprised how many people don't even know what the Ten Commandments say. 
So I think it's crucial to set aside time in your life for regular study of the Ten Commandments and Old Testament law. These ancient directives from God are not just a list of rules. They're a reflection of God's character and his expectations for our lives. I think by diving into the Ten Commandments regularly, we gain a deeper understanding of his moral standards. It's like having a roadmap for our behavior and choices. Imagine it this way. Just as you wouldn't take off on a journey without a map or a GPS, you shouldn't navigate life without an understanding of God's moral compass. When we study the Ten Commandments, we begin to see how they apply to our daily decisions, guiding us in our relationships, ethics, and priorities. Number two, just as the Bible says, use the law as a mirror to identify areas in your life that need improvement. So picture this, my friends, when you stand in front of a mirror in the morning, you notice every detail, every hair out of place, every smudge on your face. The law, in a spiritual sense, serves as a mirror for your soul. It reveals areas in your life that need improvement. When you read the Ten Commandments, it's like looking into that mirror, and it might reveal some smudges on your heart. And it's not meant to make you feel guilty or condemn, but to help you recognize where you fall short of God's perfect standards. Now, this self-awareness is a powerful tool for personal growth and transformation. It allows you to take proactive steps to align your life more closely with God's will. Number three, seek forgiveness and repentance when you realize you've fallen short of God's standards. So imagine this scenario. You've looked into the mirror and you've seen those areas that need improvement. Now, what's your next step? Well, it's not despair, my friends, but to seek forgiveness and repentance. Just as you'd wash your face to remove a smudge, you can now turn to God for spiritual cleansing. When you realize you've fallen short of God's standards, remember that His grace is abundant, His mercy is unfathomable, and His forgiveness is freely offered. It's a humbling yet liberating experience to admit our mistakes and seek forgiveness, But repentance, my dear friends, is the path to restoration and renewal in your relationship with Him. And then finally, share that personal testimony of faith with hopes of inspiring others. So you've journeyed through the self-examination, understanding the law, and seeking forgiveness. You've embraced the promise of Jesus with unwavering faith. So what's next? Well, it's time to share your personal testimony, your story of faith in Jesus Christ with others. You have to realize your testimony has the power to inspire hope. When you open your heart and share your journey of faith, you become a living testament to the transformative power of God's grace. Your story can touch someone's life, leading them to explore their own relationship with Christ. It's a beautiful way to fulfill the Great Commission and spread the message of salvation through faith in our Savior. So these practical applications are like signposts on your spiritual journey, guiding you towards a deeper, more meaningful connection with God and equipping you to be a beacon of hope for others. Now let's take some time to pray together. Heavenly Father, we come before you with humble hearts, acknowledging our need for your grace and mercy. Your word has shown us the purpose of the law, that it's not to condemn us, but to point us toward Jesus, the fulfillment of your promise. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for our shortcomings and sins. Help us to embrace the promise of salvation through faith in Christ. May we share this incredible message with others that that they too may find hope and redemption in your love. 
Lord, I pray for those listening today that their hearts may be touched by your word and that they may experience the transformative power of faith in Christ. It's in Jesus' holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. As we conclude today's episode, remember this. The law serves as a mirror, revealing our need for our Savior. The promise of Jesus is the answer to need. Embrace it, share it, and seek daily renewal in His grace. Now I'm asking, if you found today's episode meaningful, I encourage you to please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others who may benefit from this message. Together, we can grow in our faith and understanding of God's boundless love. Thank you for joining me today, and until next time, may God's grace and promise shine brightly in your life. Music